This is the MFG Cast. This is the MFG cast. That's all. I <laughs> it's funny. I was meaning, I was meaning it to be more like exciting, and then you took it like the spooky way because it's October. <laughs> How much would I have to pay you for you to just talk like that for the remainder of the month? Like everyone, uh, you, you probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't be much. Like literally, I'm so tired right now. It's like, excuse me, sir. Can you turn me the way to Escobar Street? <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you insane? You're like, no, I'm very cold. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, guys. Welcome to the MFG cast. I'm Kurt. And this is D. Wyatt. Uh, we're going to have a little, uh, we're going to have a little speakeasy today. We're going to have a little fun, a little, little chickity chat. Just kind of, you know, talk about <laughs> what we've been doing lately because... Life is busy as shit lately, so, you know, we didn't have any time to really plan for, like, a, you know, like, a planned out topic and bullet points and stuff like that, but, hey, don't you turn that dial. Don't change that radio, guys. We're gonna have some fun today. I like how your face is actually like you're in anguish right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I, I did it on purpose knowing that y- only you were going to be able to see that yeah. and no one else and everyone else would be like, what is with the awkward pause? So It's like, is fun supposed to make all my bone fillings hurt? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, we'll just talk about what we've been playing recently. Uh, we'll kind of be talking about a little bit more uh, exciting news stuff that's coming in the future. It might even be it might even be a thing that's happening as you're listening to this. You never know. So, so let's get into <laughs> let's get into what we've been playing lately. I'll let Dan go first because I think Dan's been playing a lot more than me lately. So, uh, yeah. The, so the thing is with how insane work has been lately. The whole goal now is. I only get maybe a day here and there, so it has to count. <laughs> so no more playing junk, only good games. <laughs> and one of those games, uh, which I am hoping that we can do a big deep dive in the very near future, is Spirit Island. Yep, a game that we still that we we got quite a bit ago and still have not touched. <laughs> well, we've touched it, I... and we got confused by it, and then ended up not playing it. <laughs> Yeah, it's killing me that you guys haven't got a chance to play this yet, man. It is, I would say it might be my favorite co-op game. Um, next to Pandemic Legacy Season 2, which okay. is not a game you can just always break out and play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that if if it's going to be a hard thing to beat Dead of Winter, because I think Dead of Winter is my favorite co-op so far. Yeah, I, see, I really enjoy that game too. Um, the thing with Spirit Island is like... A, 
like Dead in Winter, I feel sometimes gets like a little like um, almost like mathy, where you're like, no, oh, I need two more medicines and like things like that. Like the Spirit Island, I mean, granted, you know, there's with the way the powers work and stuff like that, you could have some of that. Spirit Island, it just feels really thematic, like the names of the cards, what they do, like the the spirits themselves, all of that is awesome. <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I mentioned this to you a while ago, but I still like one of my favorite things is that, um, you know, like the, the Han are in wooden huts and there's cardboard tokens for like where you're triggering your powers and everything. But all the invaders are plastic. And there's just something that feels awesome about that. Like, yes, you are you are fake. You do not belong here. You will be destroyed. <laughs> you little flimsy things that will take care of you. <laughs> you know, what's funny about those little huts, too. They make me think about the little mushrooms or whatever that you shoot in centipede the old centipede game it just reminds me of that for some reason everyone says that they're like what do we use the mushrooms for i'm like those are huts and they're like are you sure i'm like pretty much you hey know you know are. what they're probably mushroom people that live in mushroom huts like toad yeah they're smurfs mm-hmm. so you have to protect smurf island from the invaders holy so smurf like, um, what's going on over here yeah so they recently launched the kickstarter for the expansion and what's crazy is uh, in the first day, they hit all of their stretch goals, and that is it. There's no more stretch goals. They're not doing like, oh, 30 more spirits and 85 more of this. They're like, they basically noted straight out, like, because of the delicate balance of this game, uh, they don't want to make up something on the fly oh, just yeah. as a stretch Well, it makes goal. sense. And, and they also gave a really generous window of May 2020 for the game, the expansion to shut. You know, yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I looked at that. And I'm like, oh my god, I'll probably be dead by then. <laughs> you know, but here's the deal. Um, I have had many, many Kickstarters ship way too friggin' late. Um, even like Crusader, that I will be done. Right, TMG games. I love the TMG Deluxified stuff. Don't get me wrong. That expand that game. They gave themselves like I think like an extra hundred days. From their original estimate, they were like, "Oh, this thing will probably be out in May, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make the uh, the date in June just to cover it. This way, you know, we have like a, you know, an extra month or two. And here it is, October. I don't have it. You know, it's gonna be soon, but I don't have it. So it's like things like that. You know, it's like I'd rather them tell me May 2020 and then have it come out in May 2020, than they tell me, you know, like, oh, this thing is gonna be ready by like next summer, and then a year and a half later, I'm like." <clears throat> Is it ever coming? Tell the children to gather round. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like, because that yeah. sucks, man. Like that Sentinels game. You remember I told you about that? That thing was two and a half years yeah. late. You know, good yeah, God. Just, just the thought of having a Kickstarter be within even a year seems like a very, very long time. And, like, I understand. Like, things happen. I mean, I get it. You know, a lot of things happen, but, like, if you're an established company, I'm sorry, those things should not happen. I this is going to be something that I'm sure a lot of people will be disagree agree with me, you know, because they'll be like, okay, you don't understand what happens between this and this and that and that, and it's like, well, then don't do Kickstarter then if you can't if you can't have it come out in the exact amount of time. Like if it's a month or two, hey, I get it, but like if it's you know, a yeah. year or two after that, it's like, why even, why am I even bothering? Or give the larger buffers, man. Like, you know, if you're, say you think it's going to be ready by June, say November, you know, like, I don't know. I, th I think I may have told you this a while ago. Um, and this is a complete tangent, but 
I don't know if you're a Star Trek fan or, at all. In the Next Generation, there was an episode where they found Scotty, and uh, they were like, "It's like he's talking to the new engineer, and the engine like the captain calls down. He's like, how long will it take you to fix this?' And the engineer's like, "Oh, two hours." And he's like, "Okay, you know, uh, like right around." And he hangs up. And uh, Scotty's like, you never say it's going to take two hours if it's going to take two hours. And he's like, yeah, but it's only going to take two hours. And he's like, no, you tell them it'll take six. This way, when you fix it in two, they think you're a god and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a good Kickstarter rule, man. Like, you know, if you're like, this should be ready by June. Maybe August. But definitely by November. Then tell me March. This way, I think you're really cool for shipping early. You know? And it's like, and if people are like, oh, well, you know, if they say those big windows and people aren't going to back it. And maybe people aren't backing for the right reason, you know? Yeah, but still, I don't know. That whole thing, like, I, I don't know. That that's kind of stuff would just drive me crazy. I'm sorry, but, like, I would rather... If I'm waiting two years for a Kickstarter, I would just wait for it to be on Amazon. Or, you know, if it if it's not on Amazon and there's something I'm missing out on, then maybe it's just not meant to be, you know? Yeah. Well, so here's the reasons I'm backing them. Um, first of all, nothing is Kickstarter exclusive. Um, like there's promo packs that you're getting for quote unquote free, but they also sold those on their site later. Like uh, it was that Serpent and the Burning Beast that I picked up after you know I got the game. Just like that, they have spirits in that same regard where it's like, oh, this will be a promo pack on our website later, but you know you get it free with the Kickstarter now. Um, the thing that I really enjoy is they're putting in like new aspects. And what that does is, like, the older spirits that were, like, pretty basic, uh, they, it amplifies them and changes how they play. So I'm like, that sounds cool. Um, there's a whole bunch of new spirits. One of them that I think is great is, like, many minds move as one, and it looks like a face in the sky, and you realize it's all birds. Hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. There's another spirit that's, like, tied to the life of the land that actually, like, changes in power as anything dies, like Invader or Dahan, like, their whole thing is just like like human life sustains them. I think all in all, like the stuff looks really cool. Um, the other things that's being that's part of the Kickstarter is like you know of course you can always get the base game and Branch and Claw. The this is one thing I like. The company itself said we're not doing split shipping. You should probably buy this game local if you can find it cheaper and easier. It's just that this is for those that can't get find it local or online. Oh, gotcha. So I was like, all right, that's cool. They have, like, the option of wooden upgrades. I'm like, whatever, I don't need that crap. But they also have that neoprene mat of the island itself, like the entirety of the island for up to six player. Now, I love Spirit Island. I don't think I ever want to play the game of six player. Yeah. Because um, the problem is, like, unless you have a whole bunch of people that played Spirit Island a whole bunch of times and are really great at communication, I could easily see that game taking six hours. Ugh. Yeah, and, and not because of indecision, but because of, like, decision revision, you know? So it's not AP, it's DR. Because <laughs> it'll be like, I'm going to destroy these these settlements. Well, actually, my area can hit those because it actually hits two areas, and they're like, oh, okay, well, then if I don't need to speed, spend three energy on that, I can actually play these two cards instead, and then I'll get these symbols. And then somebody's like, oh, well, if you have those symbols, my power can actually do this, so I'm going to do this instead. Like, there's a lot of that, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, Spirit Island, like I said, it is it is so fun as a co-op. Um, I love the tension. I love the event deck. I love how there's just, like, the random fear cards and so much variability. Um, the Branch and Claw added, like, 
like I think ten more like uh, healthy island sick island cards. So what the island is going to do once like the invaders get a little too strong is going to be different from game to game. It's just a really enjoyable experience. Um, if you're thinking of back into Kickstarter, I mean, news like I said, everything that's going to be a stretch goal is revealed. If you're interested, go for it. Even if you want to wait, you can always just go on there and be like, hey, man, I'm really glad to see more Spirit Island stuff. But uh, I think I'm up to like about my 10th play. Still really fun. Got to play with a couple of buddies. Uh, you know, Kim was able to get in on it too, which was great. Kim went back to the first spirit she ever played. She was using the Phoenix again. I once again used the Serpent, which is like one of the most amazing utility spirits. So uh, now if you never played Spirit Island before, there's way too much for the game for me to cover it now. But just to give you an idea of like this, the breadth of how they make these spirits, like the Earth Spirit has a lot of protection powers and like his beacons, like when he like really like exerts his presence somewhere, his mere presence helps protect the locals, right? Stuff like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Phoenix is just a force of like lightning destruction and like rains death everywhere, you know? And it's also like incredibly fast, you know, it's like, like the blinding speed of lightning, which is really awesome. Um, the serpent I was using is it's actually like, in ancient days, um, the serpent slept beneath, like, the waves, and, like, the island settled upon him. Kind of like Moana. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, now the serpent stirs. And the whole thing with the serpent is you're very limited in the beginning. But you actually absorb the presence of other players, like, their presence into yourself because you are part of the island. And it goes on your board, and now you can put more presence on the board. And also, it exerts, like, how many powers you can take and everything. And it starts out, like, you know, like, really slow, really weak. It's like, oh, I'm giving you these symbols. I'm giving you this. But his, like, threshold powers are, like, oh, gain one energy. And any spirit you absorb the uh, presence of also gets an energy. And that's, like, just a freebie. And you're like, cool. And then it's like... Add a presence. Any spirit you absorb two presents from can also displace a presence. Like, learn a power card for free. Anyone that you take three presents from can learn a power card for free. I'm like, holy crap. It's like, this is really sick. So it's like, you know, you start out like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm helping, right? And then at the end, you're like, I am one with the earth. And you're just like, <laughs> like, our game ended. We, we were down to Russia, like, crush a, a moment where it's, we had one blight left and we were going to lose. And I drew this power card where it's like a volcano awakens beneath the surface. And if you have a certain threshold, it doesn't do damage. It just kills everything there. And then also does like 10 damage to every adjacent spot. And I had that threshold. So everyone's like, oh my God, what are we going to do about the city? I'm like, funny you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> And as soon as I put down the card, everyone's like, what? Because we're still finding cards that we like we just never played before. Yeah. So every time we play it and like, you know, you just say that name, you know, like death comes and wings silence. You know, it's like, or you play another card. It's like like the beasts that lurk between the shadows. You're like, oh my god, like everything sounds awesome. <laughs> That's <You know>? funny. <laughs> so how many players have you played with this game with then? Uh, two, three, and four. Oh wow! I've... So what do you? So because it, it just kind of popped into my head, and I, I, I never look at this enough 
but I'm I'm interested because I always see it on BGG. But what do you think is the the good enough good amount of player count for playing that game? All of them. I like all of them equally. Okay. The biggest thing is just like it's it's not a great game for A type personalities because like anyone that tries to exert on other players like do this thing do this thing you kind of can't because like your powers don't come back unless you reclaim the cards like which is like a growth option in the game like every turn you're doing these growth options so as you're playing your cards it's almost like uh think of like century where it's like i play this card i don't have this card anymore until i take back all my cards so when somebody's like oh use your thing to make me fast it's like well i don't have that right now like oh, why not it's like because I didn't do that damn thing. Like I did something else, <laughs> you know? So it's like, if somebody's like that pandemic player, it's like, uh, you're going to move me over here with your power. And then you're going to go here and get rid of those diseases. And then when you go, you're going to take care of these two and then bring him that card over there. Like if you have that player, the game is terrible because they can't do that. And then they start getting mad. But outside of that, like with everyone that we played it so, so far, really enjoyable. Uh, I'm hoping to break it out for uh, my buddy, George and soon too. Cause now that our pandemic campaign is done, we need new co-ops. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's good to hear because <clears throat> I know sometimes with, you know, bigger kind of games like that that have a lot of theme and, you know, a lot of playability and stuff like that, sometimes sometimes two-player, it, it you know, sometimes playing a, two, t- playing a two-player game and games like that, it, you know, it doesn't get the same feel as other so i'm I'm glad to hear that it it doesn't because that's what we'll be doing <laughs> yeah like at two players it's like um like when me and kim play it i feel it's like we're like the last like guardians left like we're the final line mm-hmm. of defense because it's like like oh damn is there anything you can do about this guy over here like wait a minute i think i can move these people into this area if i herd them together can you hurt them you know yeah which is pretty fun that's cool what else have you been playing i'm gonna sneak some of mine in after this next one so as you know, I've been lamenting about the Sentry thing because Golem Edition is so pretty. So I got it. Nice. <laughs> it was in a, a ding and dent where basically I got it for like half price, which is awesome because I would have gladly paid all, but I didn't have to, which is even better. Um, Turn to the front of the box. Looks like a Golem did attack it. I have Scotch tape. That's fine. <laughs> um, Sentry Golem is still awesome. I, the art is so much better. I just, I really love seeing it reflecting everything that's there, especially on the Golems themselves. Yeah. Um, it's weird with um, the Sentry Eastern Wonders when people are like, oh, are you going to make a Golem edition? I don't know how they would. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm sailing over here to make a Golem, and now he's stuck on this island. <laughs> like, that would be weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, I still say if you're only going to get one of them, get Sentry Golem. Yeah. It's prettier, it's chunkier. Yeah. I like how all the bits look like a power core, but Sentry Eastern Wonders is still awesome. I just want I just want the colors to match on the art. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but not least, um, broke out a game that we haven't played for like almost a year, Codenames. Nice. Which um, for anyone that hasn't played it, it's it's great because like, you know, to me, I'm like, oh, this thing is like almost an old hat now. And a couple of our buddies never played it before, and we broke it out. They're like, this is really cool. <laughs> like, when did this come out? I'm like, came out like three years ago. Let's keep playing. <laughs> so we actually got, like, multiple rounds in. We got our asses handed to us, too. I think we were on the losing team, like, five games. In <laughs> nice. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we created match words good because we don't talk right. Nice. So. Nice. Unfortunately, I haven't been playing as much lately, which makes me sad face because... I've been really in the mood of playing, and we've had a lot of days where it's like, oh, we're going to play a game. Oh, wait, 
this is happening. Oh, we're going to play a game. Oh, wait, we forgot about this. So, unfortunately, I haven't gotten, got to play as many games as I'd like to, but I think we're going to... We're going to make our way of trying to turn that around because I am going to lose my mind if we don't. So the other night I was uh, I was playing uh, playing games with Mike and we played Pathfinder Adventure Card Game again. Uh, we've nice. kind of been on a steady campaign with that. I think we're on deck Adventure Deck 3 now in the original set. So soon, if you didn't do it yet, I think soon you get to pick like your prestige class or whatever. Yes, I think so. Like your so. specialty yeah. yeah, haven't gotten there yet, but um, Mike has also bought a lot of character packs, and um, I'm on my fourth character, uh, only after three adventure decks. Uh, so right Do you now, die a lot. Or? Uh, yes. Well, the thing is, is that um, you know, for a long time, or for you know, periods of time, I do good with these characters, and then there'll just be one one time where just I'll just get just destroyed you know there's you know there's times where i've kind of i we've lost the game but we still you know there's you you still don't die you know but i've killed off a ton of characters but um the guy i have now is a male rat folk gunslinger called skizza he's the uh eighth member of the wu-tang clan skizza and uh man <laughs> this dude is amazing I have, like, just, he's such a badass. Like, usually my characters have been, you know, decent, but not very, very good at, like, taking down the enemy and stuff like that. But uh, Skizza's got an uh, awesome dexterity. Like, he's got a D10, plus usually when I usually used ranged, wep- uh, ranged, like, guns and stuff like that. And uh, so a lot of times I'm rolling two d10s with a plus two you know you know every once in a while i'll get like an eight or a six depending upon the card or whatever but man this guy like usually mike's character is the one that kind of just ruins or just wrecks everybody but lately he's been having a tough go at it my guy's just been kind of coming in he's got a source it's not a sorcerer it's uh i can't remember summoner yeah i think it's a summoner yep and so he can use, he's got a, his summoner has a chicken <laughs> that he can use to kind of do certain things. But also there's times when he defeats, when he defeats other monsters that he actually can absorb them and use them as spells. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Which is cool. So then, he, you know, he, you know, depending upon what it is, he can kind of use that to go around and stuff like that. So we've been a really good team lately. So it's been kind of, it's been kind of fun. One of my uh, favorites from the Pathfinder card game is like some of the allies is pretty funny because you know, like you might have a high cleric or you know a guard dog or something, and then like you know like you said a chicken or whatever. One of my favorite lines ever, like and only in Pathfinder card game, it's like you know like uh, my friend went for a skill testing. He's like, oh wait, this is the perfect chance for my gecko. Like, I'm sorry, can you say this sentence again because I'm probably never gonna hear that for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The like mission or whatever that we ended up playing. Uh, we ended up fighting against some giants, and man, so we played against. Look these people up, people. Uh, Growl, Ogreken, and Mammy Growl. Man, some whoever is the artist for this stuff can really draw some interesting characters. Like the the one, the Mammy Growl, who is the the main villain in this. Like her 
boob is hanging out? And I'm like, um, isn't this a game that kids could play also? <laughs> and I'm like, it's just, she's got like a half shirt and her boob is hanging out. And I'm like, ugh, what? <laughs> Hold on, Googling this right now. What's that name again? <laughs> <laughs> Mammy Grawl, M-A-M-M-Y G-R-A-U-L. And it's just like, um, do we need that? Oh yeah, she's horrific. Yep. And I love her her little uh, flavor text on the bottom. Is that you, Butter Knuckles? Mm-hmm. Come over here. Come on over. Come on is, over, your and brothers. And give Mammy a squeeze. No, climb on over your brothers and give Mammy a squeeze. Oh my god. The first time that anyone defeats her, she actually goes undefeated instead? Yep. Damn. I had to do that, which was very fun. Uh, she, I think the first time she took out a ton of my cards, <laughs> which sucked, which is ba- your cards are your life, you know, but, uh, I was able to finally defeat her at the end because I had a, I think I had an awesome weapon, a vial that gave me another like D10 <laughs> and then another D6 from something else too, like an ally or something. But man, yeah, it's, this game is just, just hands down. It's so much fun. We have we haven't even getting gotten getting wow we haven't even gotten through Rise of the Ruin Lords yet and I got Mike for his birthday I got him another one of the big box sets so who knows if <laughs> it might be like three years until we get to this other box you know but it's still just the thought of having it is just awesome I just this game just continues to like wow me and it's just always fun to come which back uh, to. which is the other one you picked up. <laughs> It's the Wrath of the Righteous. I bought it for him for his birthday, and I'm excited to play it eventually. Um, we made the mistake of actually, ta- or actually Mike did, taking the cards from that set and trying to mix them no. in. No. Well, there's some things that that you don't get you don't get introduced to until you actually go into the base set. So yeah, like we learned our like lesson. the cursed relics and everything, and uh, cleansing objects. I, I'm looking for it. I mean, granted, it might be a, a year or two at this rate. I'm looking forward to your impressions of it. We tried that one and we got our heads kicked in like five times in a row. We're like, why can't we beat the first damn scenario? So then we just said, the hell with yeah. it. Let's just cheat and go to the second one. I mean, then we lost that one like three times in a row. We're like, all right, the hell with it. <laughs> it's like, nice. Yeah, I think that I think that's what happened in like our third game in like the first adventure deck of the base game or like the second. Like there was a moment where there was a part where we just kept getting our asses handed to us, and I think that was the point where, like, one part, one part, I got away and I didn't die, but Mike died, and it's just like we're just like this is never gonna end. And we almost did that too. We're almost like, okay, what? You know, no one will ever think of anything. We just like it's like it's like playing D and D. Every once in a while, you know, you could just be like, I'm going on an adventure. I'm gonna do this. You know what? Screw that. I'm gonna go over yeah, here. It's like I pay my taxes. It's okay so. if I cheat in my own game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like Chris, right? I paid. It's I like paid I just worked eleven this. hours today. If I want to get past this adventure, I'm going past this adventure, <laughs> justifying it yeah. to yourself. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, we also we've been getting in a few games at the end of um, of Magic actually too, which it's it's funny to come back to Magic because it's like it, you know it's a it's a money game, it's a young man's game, but it's it's kind of nice to get get my old ass back into it and play a few games with Mike and stuff like that and realize that I haven't touched my decks in a long time and I really need to go through them and sift out the bad stuff because 
I, a lot of my decks have too much land in them because I'm an idiot and I don't know any better. So yeah, it's every so often I'm tempted to go back to it, but it's like I gotta treat magic like heroin. It's like I've been clean for years. <laughs> I can't fall off the wagon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were you were hardcore into it when we first like started hanging. Yeah, man. Because you know what? It's like every so like every time a new set's coming out, I always like read about it, and I'm always like, oh my god, all this crap sounds awesome. Like one of my favorite things, like um. So like in the magic like timelines, like I always love the Eldrazi. It's just like it's like it's an unstoppable force. It corrupts everything it touches. And I'm like, this sounds awesome. <laughs> I want in. Where do I send my application? So like, so like they had later sets. Like they're they're doing a lot of this revisiting worlds thing lately. Like instead of let's keep making up stuff. Like there's just this guy that's like, I'm sick of coming up with new shit. Just go back. You know, it's like, what, you've never gone to the same state twice? Just go back. So they did, like, return to Ravnica, return to this, return to that. And, like, the return to Ravnica, like, it's the nightmare landscape world, and then they had the Eldrazi attack that, too. So it's like, oh, you know that thing that's an unholy horror that's right from your nightmares? Yeah. Now it's corrupted and more evil. It's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the thing that they're doing, too, that makes it a lot easier for us old geezers and stuff like that that want to buy, like, 52 packs and stuff like that is they're actually coming out with Planeswalker decks now, a yeah. lot of them. You know, so it's like, it's just like, okay, I can just buy this pack for 12 to 15 bucks, and, you know, it's ready And they to go. also, apparently, like, the Planeswalkers that are in those decks, you only can get in those decks. Like, they're oh. also, like, yeah, so it's like, there'll be, like, this version of Tezzeret if you buy the Tezzeret deck, but there's also another version of Tezzeret in the booster packs. So nice. I was like, oh, that's... And I actually saw Tezzeret the, the other night, actually. Yeah, te so, and got my Tezzeret was dope in the book. I, like, I actually still read a couple of the magic books here and there, and Tezzeret was really... Yeah, he's essentially like um, Iron Man of magic. Like He makes himself like a, a liquid metal suit and flies around so i'm like that's iron man <laughs> it's like if you're shooting magic beams out of your hands those are pulsar lasers <laughs> <So. laughs> that's awesome um and then lastly the the game that we played just recently uh tracy was kind of having a bad day at work and i was like let's just hang out and just play a game you know it's like just feels like it's hard to like spontaneously come up and play you know come out and play a game and stuff like that but we played uh, Clank with the Mummy's Curse Ooh. again, and um, we played it with the side with the pyramid. The first time we played it with the Sphinx side, and this time we play it with the pyramid side. And I w I am glad to say that I won my first game of Clank. Yes. Okay, because oh, I still haven't gotten to play this mansion. I'm sorry, I just want to make sure I hear this right. The board is double-sided with one of Pyramid and the other is a Sphinx? Yes, correct. I want to play that now. Yeah, it is way cool. And, and to tell you the truth, like, okay, does it reinvent the game? No, not really. Does it add a little bit to it? Sure it does. Is it cool to have a pyramid or a, like, uh, what would you call that? A, a... Temple, cursed. <laughs> Underground basement. Yeah, just, well, whatever theme you would, oh, yeah. whatever theme yeah. that is. Just Egyptian, uh, I think is the term yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> Egyptian theme. Thank you. I'm tired. It's been a long week. But, you know, it's just, 
it's just fun to have a different board and be able to play it a different way because Clank is just so streamlined. Yeah. And just to add, like, you know, with the mummy, it's like the mummy moves around. And, you know, when the mummy moves, if you're in the same spot, you get a curse. But also you can get rid of curses by fighting the mummy. And um, there's uh, the cards kind of work for different things, too, where you, you, you can get curses, but you also can, you know, work to get more gold and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, this, it, this is just a game that, like, it doesn't have to, like, these expansions don't have to reinvent the wheel for me to like them. And so I would be okay with playing any of them, you know? And I know a lot of people say, okay, if, you're by, if you have the original Clank, you don't really need Clank in space because it's just kind of rethemed and, you know, it's a little different. But I still would play that just because I... I really dig how they have streamlined Clank and made it just a super fun, easy to play game. And um, this is going to be kind of weird saying this because I don't usually like to say this kind of stuff, but some of the stuff that Renegade has been coming out lately, I haven't been a huge fan of because I feel like they're just kind of trying to do fan service stuff now with like your, with your, um, with like Scott Pilgrim and like, they have some other games that are kind of based on IPs and stuff like that. I feel like, I feel like they're just going more of just like, hey, look at this. You like this thing from back when, don't you? You know, stuff like that. Like, you know, this game is a game that's just it doesn't have it doesn't have its own you know background to it, and it's you know it's something that they you know put their heart into it and made this this streamlined game. Where I think some of the games that they've come out with recently, I. I haven't been as excited about. I hate to say that because again, I feel like I'm just crapping in them because I really like a lot of Renegade games, but I f- that's just how I feel. I yeah, I, I got to take a look at what some of these things have been, that have been uh, disappointing you. So, so let's see. All right, they put out Altiplano. So if you're disappointed in that, you're wrong. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that I haven't played. But again, I haven't I haven't played some of these games, but some of the games that they're coming out with, I just I just feel like they're. I don't know. God, I might just cut uh, this all out. Because no, yeah. I feel like I have so a what I think this it is, is like, you know what it is? Uh, I think they've been casting a wider net lately. Yeah. Because, like, they also, like, they recently put out, like, Bargain Quest. That's a game that I've been looking forward to actually trying out. Yeah, see, that that one I would try. Like, I think it's just the IP ones, like Power Rangers and Ghostbusters. And it's like, like, I don't, I don't feel like we, I don't know. But then again, I like those kind of themes and other games and stuff like that, so different other IPs. So again, maybe I'm just talking on my butt. Maybe I just, maybe there's just these things that I don't, I don't necessarily want. I want like a nice original yeah. game. Yeah, you know what? It could also, I mean, to be fair for what it's worth, it could just be a case of, um, you know, that they're a studio that's encompassing a lot more lately. Because like, take for example, like TMG, yeah. like. 90% of the TMG games, you kind of know what you're in store for. It's like, this is going to be a Euro-style game, and it's going to be deluxified, and it's going to have, like, a couple of interesting moving parts, and it's either going to totally hit home or totally not, you know? And, like, but it seems like Renegade is almost going, like, the route of, like, the lookout spiel, where it's like, here's, a here's like, a whole bunch of stuff. Like, this is good for your nostalgia, and this is good for your super brain burning, and this is good for your light play style, so... But I, I see where you come from. It's like they're not the studio where you want every single thing that they publish. Yep, and the, and the ones that they the ones that do hook me in though, I really do love. 
Like, I can't wait for the, uh, oh boy, I'm going to murder this one. It's like Ham Emoji or whatever, the one that's the standalone expansion for uh Yeah, I think it's Hamakomoji or something like that. Yeah, oh God, I'm so terrible at names. So, <clears throat> But I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that should be pretty good. I'm, that'll be really interesting because Hanshu's. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's a, that's a, another game that we kind of played recently too. I don't know if I talked about it last time. We talked about what we've been playing and stuff like that. But that's a game like literally, I could play that game yeah. every day. I really could. That game just does not get old. It's quick. It's easy. It's fun as all heck. Really dig it. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's um a show I was listening to recently was talking about the game, and they were like. You know, the first, like, two times you play it, you're like, why are we even bothering to bid on these cards? I'm always just getting my card anyway. But then after you play it a few more times, you realize maybe getting your own card is not the best thing. Like, you know, you have to actually look at what the other stuff offers because it's like, oh, that thing has a resource that I actually need or that thing can net me six points instead of two, you know. Yeah. But it's just like in your brain, like, you're picking the best card from your hand not what's in the pool. So it's like, it, that's an interesting game over after a couple of plays. Yeah, yeah, you just never know the route you're going to go and you don't know if any if the players around you are going to switch it up too. So, it, you know, it's really, a, you know, it's it's a game to play, it's a game of planning, but it's very, <laughs> it's very 50-50 where chance can really have a play in it too. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, that's, that's why it has such good replayability because it's just so like, you just never know. So, um, so I, I got a quick question for you. So, uh, you know, holiday yes. is not too far away. You know, no, it yeah. really it's like, even though it's only October, it's essentially basically going to be Christmas in like in an hour because of how fast time goes when you're as old as we are, or at least as when you're as old as I am. Um, like, so just out of curiosity, is there anything like you're like super looking forward to in the next couple of months? Is there like a... Is there like any game that you're like, man, like, you know, when this comes out, I'm going to need to free up a day so I can actually play it. Like coming out soon or something that I have? Uh, Either or. Like either something you picked up recently that, you know, like the gift of time is what you really want so you can play it or anything that's in the horizon that you're looking forward to checking out soon. There's a couple of things like recently I had just gotten a early Christmas present and I'm still mad that we haven't flip and played it because i've been talking about it non-stop before it's even come out and that's coimbra i just am so excited to play this game because it just it just seems like so much up my alley with the you know kind of a almost a euro style dice drafting game and i just oh i'm so excited to play that um i'm also excited that even though there's not a lot of information i'm really excited about um Blackout in Hong Kong, or what is is that what it is? Blackout in Hong Kong? The new Alexander yeah. Fister game? Uh, yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I, they don't have a, a ton of information about it. It's just basically you live in Hong Kong. Uh, all the power is out, and you're trying to... Uh, you're like the local law enforcement. And you're trying to kind of keep things calm and stuff like that, but there's so many things that are going on. That just seems like a fun concept, so I'm kind of excited to see when that comes out. Um, trying to think of what else. Boy, I put a lot of stuff on my Christmas list, so I'm really excited to see if <laughs> if anything comes up. You know? Yeah, it's like um, that's one thing that's funny with me. It's like you know, Kim is like, oh, you should you know make out your Christmas list and everything. I'm like, I want everything. That's not good. <laughs> 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 Gotta focus a little. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just go to BGG, go to the hot whatever, and, you know, hot 100, and then pick out the things that we haven't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, it's like, if it doesn't say in collection, that, that's what I... Because, <laughs> you know, I always like to... Because, you know me, I'm pure cult of the new, and I love to get the latest and trendiest games. I uh, I finally went for Scythe. <laughs> <laughs> mainly because supposedly the last expansion for it has been is out now so i'm like yeah it's worth looking kind of like how you don't watch something on netflix until it's done you know yeah so well tell me just because you know i kind of know what it's about but why don't you tell me a little bit what it's about exactly because first i haven't dove into it enough to know exactly it's, um, what it it's is. basically like uh it was always like people talked about it like it's Agricola with war, and I don't think it's that. Like mm-hmm. Agricola has a very different sense of pressure as to like where your priorities are. In Scythe, it's about like maximizing action and resources. Like resources are definitely a means to the end; they're not something to hoard. One thing that is interesting in that game that's not in a lot of other games is like you don't actually collect your resources. So if you produce wheat or wood you don't have it it's on the land so somebody else can come in and go hey i'm bigger and stronger than you i'm taking your shit and you go oh no and then they do it and you're like oh no and then they build mechs with it and you're like this is worse than i could have imagined so like hoarding is not uh useful but it's just like it's a way of like it's like i said it's action efficiency it's a bit of resource management and um it's just like the art style is really beautiful, you know. Like it has won like I think seventy three thousand art awards, you know. And um, you may have heard the backstory. It's like literally it was like when Jamie Stegmaier saw the art of it, it was like this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. We have to make a game based off of this. Um, <laughs> and they did, and it's really good. You know, it's like the main reason I'm uh, um I decided now is the time I want to pick it up is twofold. Uh, one. It's withstood the test of time. Scythe came out a while ago. And it's still, you know, like people are still playing it and still interested in it. So if it's been around for a couple of years and people are still playing it, that's a great sign. And then the other is the Rise of Fenris came out recently, which kind of like almost like adds a somewhat campaign style to it, which I'm very interested in. You know, it's like it's also like the modular expansion style. Like you don't have to use everything; you can like pick and choose what you're using in that. And that sounds really interesting too. Nice. My fear of the game is that there's so many expansions and options. It's like, it's like, oh, the game is really cool. I should get invaders from afar, and maybe I should get the like the airships, like the Zephyrus, and you know, I should probably get the Fenrison and the realistic resources, and then the map upgrade and some coins and those promos and those extra. Di- and then it's like. Four and a half thousand dollars later, it's like I got everything to say, and like people are like I don't really like that game anymore. No, you know, like, that's my only fear. Uh, past that, like I think it should be good though. I'm I'm very interested. I played it a couple of times on like four player and it was decent. I'm I'm curious how it'll hold up at two, um, because that's yeah. like eighty percent of my available game time. If not, that'll have to be the weekend yeah. game once a month or something. Yeah, so let me ask you this question then. So, you know, when it comes to a game like that that has, you know, multiple expansions and stuff like that, and I think we kind of hit on this quite a while back, but, like, you know, do you think that, you know, playing a game like this, do you think that you would, like, 
especially if you loved it, okay? Say you just, like, you're just hands down just in love with it. Like, you you said mm-hmm. you played it already. And let's just say now you own it and you play it a couple of times. You're like, man, this is great. I wonder, you know, like you said, I wonder what's, you know, what would happen with these other expansions. Now, is it something where, you know, because how many how many times do you, would you say you played it already? Uh, I played it four times. Four times. Okay. So if you played it four times, do you think that, you know, would you get an expansion right away or would you play this game like, I don't know, what do you think is a, you know, reasonable amount of time playing this that you think, okay, I have the handle of this now where I could get the expansion and see how this varies Yeah, the game. so that's the thing. It's like, because I know the breadth of how much is in this game, I think I'm going to kind of like pace it out where it's like, okay, we played it like four or five times. Should we go for an expansion? Should we pick this thing up? Should we pick up that? Because there is a lot of variability in the box, you know, because the thing is like, you're kind of like mix and matching your empires. It's like the way of your people and the nation that you are combines for different mixes on how you're going to be operating that game. So that, that's kind of like a feature that I really enjoy. Like, um, and you know, like all the expansions, it's like, here's their new units and here's their new boards and here's new ways of the people. It's like, that's always tempting, but you know, it comes at the price of a few bucks. So it's like, I don't mind waiting. Like I, I gotta admit over the last like a uh, few months, like the approach of how we've been picking up games has changed a bit. And I, I kind of like it a little more. Like, it's hard slowing down. Like, when you're growing a collection, you're like, grow my children, grow! And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I yeah. kind of like, lately I'm like, all right, man. Like, like I'm having, like, playing Spirit Island again. I'm like, God damn, this is good. But that's like, that's a decent cut of the evening. You know, that was like a two and a half hour game at four players. So it's like, I don't really need nine new titles if I'm only going to be able to play, like, three good games a month. Yeah, yeah. So let me. It made me. It makes me think of another couple of questions. So, <clears throat> is there a game that you've played where as soon as you play, you say, "I like this game, but it needs an expansion." Have you ever had that where it's like, "Okay, like this this game is cool, but I think it needs just a little something to make this experience more." Where I playing it by itself is just not quite the same. Dicks it. <laughs> It doesn't need more pictures. Um, honestly, the, like the only one I felt that for recently was like the networks, because we saw gotcha. all of the shows. Like by playing it in a bigger count, it's like every card was out, so we saw everything. And it's like I want shit that I haven't seen. You know that like makes it a little more yeah. fun. You know. Yeah. I, <laughs> if you hear some weird noise in the background, I have a puppy that's going buck wild right now. He's doing that insane puppy blitz thing that they do. <laughs> Where he's nice. running around and chasing a shadow, so that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that's funny. I thought Fre- I thought Freddy Krueger was trying yeah. to get through. And, and the just, I can't wait to see how scuffed up this is going to be. So anyway, as we were saying, but yeah, it's like um, because like my whole thing is this: like uh, when like if if the variability of the game is like kind of the heart of it, I always want more. But if meaningful yeah. decision is the heart of a game, I'm fine with it as it is. Like I don't need them to pile on more stuff. Yeah. So is is there a game where you've gotten so many expansions that you're just like this game just does not do anything for me anymore because you've just you have you have so much for it and it just doesn't feel like the same experience that you once felt like? 
when Kim breaks out Talisman with all the expansions, I sometimes am like, oh my god. I'm like, this is our life now. Because, uh, you know, the base Talisman, you're like, ah, I'm running around, I'm killing this orc, I'm going to kill a dragon, get some gold, let's go. Like, when you have all the expansions, it's like, okay, and the wanted posters are over here, and then when you're in the dungeon, you can only go on this path along these ways, but over here is the Dragon Mountain. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, it's a roll and move game. Why is there more than one instruction? It should be roll and then move. <laughs> it's like, everything else is secondary. <laughs> um, funny. Outside of that, like, uh, like, combative games, like things like Mage Wars and Summoner Wars. Like, when I have a ton of stuff, because I always want to make my own teams and like decks or whatever. And everyone else I know was like, ah, let's just play. I'm like, okay. So that's like disheartening in a way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's like, you know, it's like, oh man, I spent like four hours putting together this awesome Beastmaster deck and it has like a really, it's going to like, has like a low mana curve and you're going to find all these creatures that really combo with each other with these wolf packs and everything. It's like, you want to, it's like, I'll just play whatever. Well, this is gonna suck. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> nothing. You don't have no preferences. Awesome. You just, whatever I put in front of you is fine. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. When when people don't want to be involved as involved as you, it's hard. What about you? Like, is there anything you ever feel like uh, it's just like either overwhelming or like just so diluted once you expansion end up? Well, I think like it. I don't feel, feel like there's too many of those. Like, you know, I think just uh, the one that kind of popped in my head was kind of Munchkin because that it just felt like, you know, that game was just kind of like, oh, this is kind of fun. Oh, wait, there's a million yeah. of them now, <laughs> you know? And then, of course, it's like, okay, well, we have to try this now. Oh, wait, we'll try this now, you know? And, you know, even Logan got sucked into it, you know, because that's why we got, you know, a few more munchkins than we had before. Because it was just like, oh, okay, now this is this. And it's, and, you know, it just got a, it was like, oh, this is kind of more of the same instead of like being, you know, trying to find a way to reinvent the wheel, you know. It was just kind of like, well, here's just, here's munchkin, but it's just superhero. Oh, here's Munchkin. It's just zombie, you know, and it's like it's like okay, we don't need all that. So um, I don't know if I ever saw that. Like a while ago, I met this dude that he had so many Munchkin things. Like uh, like I couldn't believe it. Like because like we used to game at this other game store, and uh, a guy that like we never really you know met or played before was like, oh, this is cool. You guys do this a lot, and we're like, yeah, you know, like every week we get together on the Sunday and we play. And he's like, oh, you know, I really like Munchkin. Do you mind if I bring that next week? And we're like, sure, why not? And it's like, we're like, yeah, we'll play Munchkin if the guy likes it. So when he came, he, like, you know, like, the uh, the Cards Against Humanity, like, the bigger blacker box thing? He pulls out, yeah. like, this boxing like that. And we're like, oh, that, like, that looks cool. What is that? And he's like, it's my Munchkin collection. And, like, every Munchkin expansion he got, he just right into the same deck. And this thing was, like, a thousand cards. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, we just we just played Munchkin with this. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> There's like nine kick in the door stacks. I'm like, holy shit. So, <laughs> and it was like everything, like Munchkin Axe Cop, Munchkin Zombie, like every damn Munchkin thing in the world. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, you can yeah, mix them yeah. up so it makes it more fun. And we're like, okay. <laughs> I thought like more fun is the term yeah. I'd use. Like aneurysm yeah. inducing maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because when we were at the the uh last local con that we were at we were 
we played some uh, <clears throat> zombie dice, which is, you know, a nice little fun little role game. And, uh, and uh, you know, we were all having fun. And he, this, the guy that was showing us or was teaching everybody the game and hosting the game or whatever, he was giving away all cool little, little plastic miniature zombies and stuff like that when people won and stuff like that. And then we were, we were done and the guy came over afterwards and had, he was like, oh, you know, thank you for playing that game. And he's just a super nice guy. And he's like, here, here's here's a couple of Munchkin promo cards, you know. And he handed them to us. And Logan's like, yeah, we could play. Oh, we could use this. So, like, no, we got rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, like, we gave them to a friend, you know. So, which we did. And I'm sure she loves it. But, you know, we were just kind of like, yeah, this is just nothing he plays anymore. And we don't play it. So, why do we have it anymore? So, we, you know, said, name a price and gave away all of our like four or five munchkin games to to one of tracy's friends so yeah it's like um what's kind of funny is i i still have uh two munchkins the adventure time and the rick and morty because it's like all right you know for new people if we're gonna play munchkin that's the one that we're playing (laughs) that's what you're gonna play yeah and it's funny too because um this is uh in that same realm too like it, ha- it it's not on my side it's on tracy's side because she doesn't really care for the game i've got a lot of dominion which i actually still really do like playing and it will not hit the table unless i can get mike to play it because she cannot stand it. So, <laughs> and i found that out the hard way i played that i played it with her this is a while ago folks so don't you know whatever but you know i was like you know, we got done, and I was like, "Man, I just love playing that game." She's like, "I don't really care for it." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "I'm like, okay, well, I guess this game is. I guess these games are gonna g- gather some dust until I can, you know, sucker Mike into playing it with me." Which I when like. we get together, I will. Uh, I will gladly play a game at the menu with you, just to nice put some wind in your sails. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, like, um. So is there anything like on the horizon, like anything that you're really looking forward to or hoping like uh, to see under the tree this year? Gosh, what did I put on my list? <clears throat> I put a ton of stuff on my list, but of course I can't think of any of it. What if I still have it written down? Because I had it written down when I was sending it to... So the things I put on here, and some of these are just... Some of these are older, some are new, but I put Concordia because I still Ooh. have not played that game and... There was a big time where like everybody was sharing it on Twitter, like Concordia. I'm like, oh, that just looks it like so, much, so fun. much fun. You should get Concordia. Oh, oh man, I know. Stellar Leap from Weird Draft Games, the game that I played at uh, Gen Con last year, and I really dug. It'd be kind of fun fun to play another uh, Forex game. I haven't done that in a long time. Dinosaur Island I put on the list. Endeavor Age of Sail. Dresden Files card game, just because... I know it's I know it's not rated that high, but I love the Dresden File books, and I would love to play it regardless. Um, not alone. After we played that at the local con, after Dan told me he loved it so much, I also put it in for Everdale and Rise of Queensdale. So we'll kind of see where that kind of goes. Oh, and News at Eleven, that too, because that'll be fun. That would nice. be fun to play. I like playing that game. Uh, um, <laughs> so one of the things that I want to pick up for Kim, actually. Now, you know, uh, do you remember what Kim's favorite game is? Oh, God. I feel like she changes this all the time. Because before she said Talisman. That's, a, that's still it. And now it, it yeah. still is. Okay. Because, like, literally the other day, 
you guys were playing something else, and she's like, "Oh, this is my favorite game." I'm like, "Wait a minute, you said Talisman was your favorite?" You lied. <laughs> um, yeah, she she still <laughs> loves the Talismans. They have Talisman Legendary Tales. Okay. Which is, it seems like a pretty interesting take on the whole concept. Um, it's actually a co-op in the world of Talisman. It's actually going to be done by Pegasus Spiel. It's uh, because I, like, you remember Fantasy Flight, like, lost the Talisman license? So I guess Pegasus Spiel yeah. is the ones that picked it up, which is pretty cool. It seems like it could be pretty interesting. It's They're going a very different route. Like, it's modular board building and all that. Uh, that sounds pretty fun. Between two castles of Mad King Ludwig could be pretty interesting. And uh, yeah. just for the fact that they had the game trays inserts to set up the game, and you can be playing in a minute, sounds fantastic. But uh, And of course, let's not forget Imperial Settlers, the Amazons. That should be, always be pretty cool. But there's one game, I don't know if you heard of this yet, I've been listening to like Secret Cabal a bit, and there's such a kerfuffle over this game on their show. Uh, Discover Lands Unknown. Have you heard about this? I don't think I have. Okay, so um, you remember when we were talking about Keyforge a while ago, like how the desk, uh, the decks are procedurally generated, so they'll always be um, like you know you won't get the same deck as someone else, and like the backs are going to be unique, so you can't even like deck build with Keyforge. So Discover yeah. Lands Unknown is it's like a two to four player game where like you're trying to like survive in the wilderness and all these things. But every like so each of the games is gonna have a mix of environments, storylines, characters, locations, items, and enemies. Um, because no two copies of this game will be alike either. Um, you're gonna get different tiles and cards and, and stuff like that. There's like a shared pool of components, but like, you might be checking out, like, an Amazonian jungle where there's, like, poisonous snakes and all these other things. And when I get the game, I might be exploring, like, a desert land that will be, like, filled with, like, scorpions and such and, like, traps or whatever. Like, so on, on Seeker Cabal, like, uh, Chris Miller is always, like, knowing he's, like, I don't want to get a game and not know what's inside. You know, it's, like, I don't, I don't, like, you know, what if I get some stupid mountain thing and I don't want to do that? I'm, like, first of all, the game sound, you know, like, in the board gaming hobby, we talk a lot about innovation, right? Like, we're always saying, like, oh, man, you know, I want to see something different. I want to see something different. And um, like I said, when I, whenever games like this come out, it always reminds me of how it is where I live. When people are like, I want something different out here. I'm tired of the same. And then, like, a new, like, you know, restaurant will open that will offer, like, exotic cuisine. And they're like, mm, I don't know what that is. I'm not eating that. And then it goes out of business. And they're like, ooh, new pizza place. And, you know, so it's like, I hate everyone. But uh, <laughs> but this game, I mean, it's, it's going to be a little pricey. It's like, you know, standard, like, 60 MSRP box game. But I am so down for the idea of I'm going to, like, I'm going to pick this up. And I don't know where the hell we're going because it's going to be a discovery of lands unknown. And it's going to be like, here's my guys and here's what we're doing. And we're going off. And this is our game. And then if somebody else I know picks it up, will be familiar with how the game plays, but it will be a different game. And that sounds awesome. And if they, and like, <laughs> I don't know yet because they haven't announced it, but if it's like, well, yeah, you can bring your characters between different discoveries. It's just like everything else in the game. Like, that'll be incredible. Like, I don't think that'll be there, yeah. but if it does, even more. But yeah, man, that, that sounds like really fun. You know, it's like, I like it. Like, 
I'm really amped up about Keyforge. Because like I noted, I love competitive games, but I hate when I make a deck or I spend four hours building a team and the other person's like, I'll just use whatever, because I, I destroy them because they didn't make the team. Keyforge, the deck yeah. is the deck. Like you can't change your deck. You don't do any deck building. It's like, oh, if you don't like this deck, just get a different one. They're like eight bucks each, which is like two magic boosters. So I was like, yeah, I want to get like Keyforge and five decks and just play that crap. You know, so it's like yeah. that sounds really cool too. Like the idea of these procedurally generated, no two are the same board games or card games could be pretty damn awesome. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like fun. You know, it's a, like everyone That's was like, oh, I don't like apps in my board games. And look how amazing Detective is. And Alchemist is one of the coolest games I've ever played. You know, and then like people are like, oh, Legacy is stupid, and then Pandemic Legacy is like number one game on BGG for like a year and change. You know, it's like, yeah. Sometimes we need these new innovations to mix it up a little. You know. Yeah. Well, I I think. I think that a lot of times too in the hobby, like again, like you said, like we want that kind of stuff, but we are you know crinkly old you know people or whatever. They're just like like. Oh, this is so new. I'm so scared. You know, it's like you don't have to be, you know, you can embrace the change because then it just it sparks other things too. like this game. Someone will look at these games and be like, oh, here's something that could spark into something else that's new that could, you know, revitalize, you know, you know, other types of yeah. board games. So. <laughs> it's like, I want something new. Give me something new. Here's something new. That's too new. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're all too picky. We're all too picky. Yeah. So I think we, I think we blabbed enough for everybody. But um, I want to just add one more, little more thing. Um, I'm really excited. We're actually going to start working on doing some videos here and there throwing some segments your way, some videos with like, you know, even some segments kind of like thrown in like, you know, like, you know, two or three or whatever. They're going to be small videos. We're going to, we're just because we're starting off trying to make some nice streamlined videos for you. Hopefully um, you'll, you won't be bored by them because it won't be super long, but also eventually we'll get into more of the not longer uh, long videos or whatever, but a little bit more involved so we can, you know, kind of bring some, bring more media your way and not just, not just something you can hear, but also something you can see. So be just kind of be aware of it. If you want to, I would ask you to please subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel because we'll have a little more coming your way. Hopefully by the time this actually airs, we might actually have one up. So, you know, make sure you kind of take a look and I will, kind of let you know on our on our social media channels our mfgcast facebook page if you haven't already joined that or at M at mfgcast on twitter um lots of new things in the pipeline which will be exciting so it'll be awesome to see so again thanks for listening and until next time i'm kurt and this is d wyatt and this was the mfgcast thanks for listening <laughs> Legends of Tabletop Podcast, creating legends one die at a time.